Hello and welcome to Million Dollar Monday. I'm your host, Greg Mazzello, bringing you real successful people with real useful advice for people with big dreams. I understand big dreams. I turned an investment of $200 and a lot of great advice from some really successful people into my big dream, Proforma, that today is a half billion dollar company. All right, welcome back everybody. Million Dollar Monday, part two. Last week we had Terry Briz join us and talk to us about how he got into the balloon business and even teach us a lesson in how balloons get printed. And now we're gonna learn from Terry Briz, the professor of entrepreneurship, the doctor of business management about some great lessons and great advice he has, not only from his business experience, but his years of learning about entrepreneurship and teaching entrepreneurship. Terry, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Greg. Looking forward to it. Proud to know you and call you a friend. Now talk to us about the being a professor, a professor of entrepreneurship. I know that I know that you've got some points about entrepreneurship in general that would be very enlightening for our audience. Do you mind sharing some of those points with us? Right. Like you'll see the, the, the first slide here is called the, you know, the Age of the Entrepreneur. And when Greg and I went to college, there was no such thing as a uh, entrepreneur class. We were talking about that before. You know, it just wasn't there. Now it's really becoming very, very popular. And you think, look at a show like Shark Tank, you know what I mean? How popular that is. They have their ideas, which is great. You know what I mean? People are now, but you know, like here, the age of entrepreneur, every year entrepreneurs in the U.S. launch nearly 775,000 new businesses. So roughly 88 new businesses start up every hour. You think about it, every minute, there's a business starting up. Um, and the global enterprise monitor, Sorry, folks, I, I'm a professor, so I've got to have some PowerPoints. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. So I have to. You're good. So, You're good. <laughs> so you know, it's, they did a study, 300 million, uh, did a study about 300 million, or roughly 12.5% of adults in 40 countries surveyed are involved in forming new businesses. So entrepreneurship, you talk about that. 13% of the U.S. population, aged 18 to 74, engaged in entrepreneurial activity. They talk about 11% of the... Uh, U.S. households, you know, will 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 own their own businesses. So again, you can see how popular it is and why people are studying. Each year in the U.S., more people start a business and get married or have children. Uh, wow. As much as forty percent of the U.S. population will be self-employed for part of their life. Um, and as uh, in twenty twenty, which you think about, it was uh, you know pandemic. The U.S. had a total of 32.5 million businesses. Of that, 31.7% are considered small businesses, less than five employees. So 99.7% of businesses in the U.S. are small businesses. So they're entrepreneurs starting up. 18.3% um, are minority-owned. 19.9% are women-owned. And that's the great thing about entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter, you know, your skin color doesn't matter. Your sex. You got a good idea. You got a good. You can make it. You know. You can. You can do it. And and that's what I love about entrepreneurship. You know, it's coming up with. You got a great idea. Go for it. 
And then this last one, you know, just a, the last slide here is just how entrepreneurship is growing each year, even in the pandemic year last year, it grows 3.25% of new businesses. So again, that kind of shows you the impact of uh, entrepreneurs and entrepreneur things. So. You know, I find it interesting that, you know, because I've had the opportunity to join your class a couple of times, I find it interesting that many people who study entrepreneurship, when I ask them the question, how many of them think they want to own their own business someday, a significant number of them don't raise their hand. And so um, they're studying and they're learning about entrepreneurship, but not necessarily with the thought of owning their own business or starting their own business. Well, you know, Greg, if you would have told me back when I was in college or whatever, you're going to own a balloon company someday. I would thought you out of your mind. You know what? Do you, you know what? Even spoken. No. Um, but I just, uh, you know, so in some sense, I think if you plant the seed there, and when the opportunity, like I say, it's interesting. You know, uh, you never know when opportunities are going to knock, and you really need to be open. It's like I told you, just that story of me standing in line in Pittsburgh, and how that opened up a whole world to me. Talking to a guy who, hey want to sell balloons, you know, and how that just opened up everything to me. I had a situation too, one time you talk about, you know, you never know when opportunity knocks. I remember I was at a grocery store. I had my son was a little baby and I'm buying some baby food or something. And this lady comes up and uh, Jeannie was her name. And she was wanted to sell her company. I'm trying to check out, you want to buy my company? You want to buy my company? Like, you know, I knew her from her promotional product. That she oh, was okay. here in Cleveland. And, Kind of had, you know, a little bit just a knowledge, and she was following me to my car. I tried to put the baby in the baby seat. You know, okay, okay, I'll call you on Monday. Well, it turns out I give her a call, and she ran into some issues. Right, but I turned out buying this company uh, from her, and she made like desk accessories and and things like that. Had some molds, and what was I was looking for? It was really only the second year I was in business, and what I was looking to do was. Balloons were good, but they slowed down in the fourth quarter of the year. And this was stuff I could sell at Christmas time or holiday gifts. So I ended up buying it. And I checked with a friend of mine who was a molder and he looked at her molds. So these are good molds. You know, they're worth, you know, like $50,000, $60,000. I ended up buying the company for like $18,000. So I bring it in. And it's funny. So it got through the first season. I brought in a consulting firm. And this was something I would suggest to for, for, um, entrepreneurs is get other viewpoints of your business. Sometimes you get like this and look at about this consulting firm in our, in our industry, promotional products. And a guy came in, he looked at it. I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I mix a balloon company with this, you know, uh, desk accessories and how to best do that, you know? And he comes back a couple of weeks later, he says, would you want to sell the desk accessory company? I said, well, not really. I just kind of got it. He said, well, what would you give me for? He says, well, like 150,000. And I said, well, uh, how about 200? He goes, well, why don't we split the difference? 175. Said, okay, that sounds good. So, I mean, there was an opportunity. That's funny. Uh, you, you might know my accountant at the time, Jack Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, but Jack told me, hey, quit selling balloons. Why'd you buy and sell businesses? This is <laughs> but what happened was, so I ended up selling it. But I, that also gave me the opportunity to buy out my two investors that I had. So now I own the company 100%. And then I bought some molds and I got in the sport balls and other things that I had. So there was an op- there were two opportunities there, like I said. 
somebody, you know, not gonna, you know, follow me out of the grocery store and say, hey, you got to buy my company. And so you never know in life when opportunity will knock. And you really need to be open to right, that. Right, right. I agree, Terry. I, I'm a big believer in in the law of attraction. And uh, I tell people, you just have to have your antennas up. You have to, number one, and I'm sure that through your experiences, you always knew you'd be successful. You just didn't necessarily know where or how or where it would come from. But I find that great ideas come to people. Now, you've told us two stories about how great ideas have come to you standing in line, checking into a hotel room, and then standing in line trying to check out at a grocery store. Both of these have massively changed your life and really been influential in creating your financial success and your business success. And I think some people just don't have their antennas up to listen, to receive those valuable things that come to them. I know, uh, I mean, briefly, my story is, is that I studied accounting and I love studying accounting, but I hated doing it. I didn't know it was fun studying it, but I didn't like doing it. So I talked to my roommate that I uh, share, shared an apartment with after I graduated from college. And he didn't like his boss that was a distributor. And I didn't like accounting. And it didn't take us very long hanging out to think, well, wait a minute. You know sales as a distributorship. I know accounting, let's just start our own business. But I think a lot of people might have looked at that conversation as just two guys. And usually these were on Friday nights looking for dates for Saturday night. A lot of people might have looked at those conversations just, just as an interesting conversation or babble among two people. But your point, it's a huge one, Terry, is you got to pay attention because sometimes opportunities come from the law of attraction, if you will, and they come from places that are very unexpected. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So as a professor of entrepreneurship, uh, what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs and people with big dreams? Well, one of the things that, again, you know, I, I think it's important if you've got aspiring dreams, it, it's to research it, you know, look at it see how viable it is and do that too. You know, we talked about that. I think, you know, as, you know, especially an entrepreneur starting up, I think it's really important to network with people and network with other, you know, there's, there, there are other business owners. You can even do it like Chamber of Commerce or uh, YPO, things like that that you can do. I was very, YPO, what, oh, Young okay, President's president organization. organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Were you in YPO? No, I was not, but I, I know people that have been, and I kind of wish I had. And, yeah, yeah. and I was and in YPO and during my oh, years in Cleveland, were, okay. and it changed it changed my life. Unbelievable, yeah. Yes, but anyhow, I, go uh, ahead. No, no, I, I had a group, um, you know, that, that that I called that I worked with called the Principal Connection, and these were guys that were in the promotional products industry, suppliers, owners of companies, suppliers like myself. And um, we were like a fraternity and we had so much fun, but we were, it was so great because we traveled around the country. We did trade shows. We were like the first group that did traveling trade shows, but we were owners and we gave a little presentation. So we attracted people and, but we really bounced off ideas. And one of the things we did, so if they were up here in Cleveland, we'd spend a half a day. They'd go through my company. We'd talk about what I'm doing. But they would also come back with advice. Terry, why are you doing it this way? Why don't you do this? Why don't you look at this? Or, wow, you're doing that. We need to look at that. But we really, we really uh, 
uh, played off of each other or really helped each other grow. And it was really, uh, it was really important. Another thing right, that right. was that I did, and it was funny, it was after I was Entrepreneur of the Year, um, a friend of mine, and actually a mentor of mine, came up to me, and uh, and I really didn't know him that well at the time, and said, "Hey, would you want to be on the board of my company?" And I okay. go, um, "What? What? Nice." I said, "I don't have a lot of experience." No, he said, "My son's taking over, and I'd like to have somebody in his age." group like yourself and I said wow yeah I'd be I'm honored that you'd ask me to do that he goes but there's one stipulation I said well what's that he said you got to start your own board I said oh okay that's what I think and I said okay will you be on my board so sure I'll be on your board so he helped me then Bill it's like help me put together my board and it was really great I used to it's funny you know not funny but at the end of the day as an entrepreneur a lot of times all you have is yourself you, know, you come home find your wife or family I got this problem they don't work you know, after, Absolutely. You know, so so you sit there at the end of the day, you're banging your head against the wall. I got these problems. And then it just really opened up to have these minds. I, I was really able to put together a really nice board and I was able to share ideas and they were very good. And, and you know, we do a quarterly board meeting and some of the guys would come in from Chicago and others. And, and, and it really was very beneficial. So one of the things I would look at too, if you're starting a business is look at the idea of, you know, putting together a board of advisors and, and do that. Um, so Terry, to your point, to your point, and you talked about YPO. I think most people in YPO would say young presence organization that the number one value they got from YPO was being a member of a forum group and a, a forum group inside of YPO is really a committed and confidential board of advisors in your business and in your life. And and, and uh, it is lonely at the top. And sometimes you can't go home and even explain to your wife or significant other what the problems are because you don't want to scare that other person or, 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 or make them be worried. And so sometimes there really is nobody to talk to. And so there are many opportunities. I know you know this, Terry, for people to be involved in in different mentorship type of groups. Oh, yeah. uh, um, you don't have to be a part of YPO to be a part of a forum or or other kinds of groups that, that offer mastermind groups or whatever to have either a formal board of advisors as you're talking about, but also this more informal like YPO forum kind of, or mastermind group kind of uh, committed and confidential board of advisors. Yeah, and there's a lot of groups now that, and I do a little work with some of them that weren't available, like Jumpstart is one, we have a social venture partners here. That that's a good one here. Sea Change, Business Advisors of Cleveland. I mean, these are things that are open that you can go to as an entrepreneur. You can actually compete, like you were talking before. Absolutely, and I'll bet you, Terry, you would agree with me. For a man that's as very successful as you are, and award-winning, and even in the news, right? So people in our industry know that you've won awards. People in the Cleveland, Ohio, and northern. Northeastern Ohio area know that you won awards. I'll bet you, I'll bet you very few people approach you. Now you're a professor, so maybe you get a little bit more, but I'll bet you very few people approach you to just say, Hey, Terry, could I get five minutes of your time or 10 minutes of your time to get some advice? I find an unbelievably small number of people actually are brave enough to reach out and just ask for advice. Yeah. Yeah, good point. So great advice from a very successful award-winning entrepreneur. Great advice from a professor 
of entrepreneurship uh, and, and a doctor of business management. Now, Terry, now that you've reached a great level of success in your life and in your business, what big dreams do you have left for the rest of your life? Well, I think um, I, I still have a, a passion for entrepreneurship. Okay. So I want to stay involved. Uh, still doing some teaching. I, I, I do some um, work with these organizations, you know, like Jumpstart, like I said earlier before, Social Budget Partners, uh, Business Advisors. So I want to continue doing that type of stuff, get more involved. I'm also looking at some opportunities to become a, a, an angel investor and in some startups, uh, working with a company right now, looking at a couple of things. I think that might be fun just to be able to be there, not running it, but just being able to, sure. to do that. Um, I also enjoy sitting on boards of nonprofit organizations. So I've sat on a lot of nonprofits. Maybe that goes back to, you know, being a men for others, which was, you know, from our high school days or, right, right. you know, doing a good deed daily. I, I always feel it's important to give back. And, and that's one thing I tell my students too, and even my kids, you know, is, you know, look at something that you have a passion about. It could be scuba diving, it could be whatever it is, feeding the homeless, whatever it might be, and, 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 and go volunteer at a nonprofit. You'll meet some great people. You'll feel like, you know, you're really giving back, doing part of something. And I think, you know, especially, and, and I've, I've met some wonderful people being part of these nonprofits. So I could, I'll continue to do that. Yeah. And also too, you know, I'm a grandfather now, so um, I yeah. will uh, take this opportunity to spend more time with them. Yeah. yeah play yeah. with them. There's nothing better than being, a, if you know, if you're a grandpa, you know, it's absolutely, fun. there's nothing, nothing better than that. So, yeah. So I feel very fortunate where I am in life. I mean, nobody gave me anything. I worked hard, but I'm very happy where I'm at. And, uh, well, Terry, it's, it's been uh, my privilege and my honor to have you and you're the first guest that we've actually done two separate sessions with because you had so much great information to share oh. with us. So I want to thank you very much uh, for joining us. I want to really let you know how proud I am of you and how inspiring you are is not just a successful business owner, not just even a successful teacher of entrepreneurship, but a good man that cares about diversity cares about his employees, and cares about making his world a better place. Terry, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. Always enjoy it. Take care, buddy.